minutes of football adjacent frivolity. I'd like to start with a toast. <laughs> Actually, I should probably start by saying hi. Hi, <laughs> hi Patty. Hi, Asin. Here's your glass. I mean, thank you for the glass. I am ready to, to get this toast. <laughs> yeah. Raise your glass to quote one of the best American pop stars of all time. Pink. There's so much to celebrate this week, right? Right? I mean, if you ignore some key events like the Carabao Cup, that's, that's just mentally put that aside. So many things to celebrate and so many things to talk about on this podcast. Patty, are you ready? I'm ready. Ready? First, we're going to talk about Eric Dyer, who's engaged. Ah! We're going to talk about Harry Kane, who's won some award. Yay. We're going to talk about Harry Kane and his new dance moves. <laughs> we're going to talk about Harry Kane and Harry being Kane. part of the England. Yeah, just, yeah, Harry Kane Fest. And of course, the really big, exciting news for this weekend. The World Cup Ooh. kicks off and loads of our players are part of it. And we're going to talk about that and maybe some predictions. Are we going to do that? Maybe we'll we do can. That. Yeah. Right. So raise your mugs or flutes or snines or whatever Cheers. drink receptacle you have handy. And let's get started. But first off, what do we do first? It's football. football. So Patty and I want to welcome uh, a special guest or football correspondent, Toby. Hi. Hello. I just want to point out if there's going to be any toasts, uh, they should be restricted to the FIFA fan zone. Um, No toasting will be allowed anywhere in the vicinity of the stadium. Thank you and good night. I don't know what what is happening to football. I mean, corruption is one thing, but not allowing people a lager before a football game is... It's insane. I don't, I don't know what's happening. That's like what half yeah. of let's that's, that's why people watch football live. The alcohol. Yeah. Come on. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. It, it'll be a good tournament. Let's hope. But yes, good to be here. Good to good to see you both. Yeah. Great to great to have you here. Um. Okay. I know we want to. There's so much to talk about about the World Cup, but we're going to rewind a few weeks and just cast our minds back a few weeks ago. We're fourth on the table in the Premier League. We're at the top of our Champions League table, which sounds great. And I think <laughs> objectively, it's, 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 it sounds great, right? But I guess the road to this position hasn't been, like, it hasn't felt good all the time. Mm. And I think one of the things we want to talk about is how... I guess how emotionally taxing it's been to watch us. I think it's that exactly. I think it's been one of the most stressful kind of periods we've had as fans in quite a while. But then I have to instantly slam the door on that and say, we have zero right to complain at the minute. If you look at the, we did have a few bad results. We had a couple of home losses there, but I mean, at the end of the day, we progressed well in the Champions League against a, a fairly tricky group we fought back on a number of occasions like to to remain in fourth place with you know a number of key injuries to Kulisevsky and then with Sun out and Richarlison just coming back so it's it's been resilience.com and the the lads have just worked straight through it and we're still in fourth we're several places better than where we were this time last year it's you'd have to say it's pretty damn good momentum going into the World Cup break with every opportunity to do something pretty serious in the second half of the season. We're out of the League Cup, obviously, but, I mean, we had to narrow the field. We just don't have really the depth 
to compete in everything. So um, for me, our priority has to be the Premier League and just securing Champions League for next season. Yeah, and I think we're kind of in a, in a good place to do that. I mean, like if the season ends now, we're, <laughs> we're definitely in, in Champions League. There's like a there's a there's a pattern that that emerges if you look at kind of like a what the scores have been like and if you remember what it was like to watch these things leading up to for example the Liverpool game there's almost mm-hmm. like a running joke on Spurs Twitter that like if kickoff is at three like our kickoff is actually at three forty five <laughs> and that was like a legit like joke that was going around at Twitter like saying hey at Liverpool Liverpool kicks off at this time but we kick off later. <laughs> And it and like kind of went into that Liverpool game, which resulted in a loss, feeling that. And it did seem like that. Because in the first half, it, it seemed like we weren't quite there. But in the second half, suddenly it turned around and we were fighting like crazy. And I'm wondering, like, what, what do you guys think about that? What What is it about us right now that in the first half, we don't seem to bring it as much as we, we should? Again, I am not a football expert. I never have been. I watch for the cute boys. But it seems like... As a fan, it's frustrating because in the past, we'd always like leave things to the end too. Like, oh, like literally the last minute, we score three points. Fantastic, we're in. But the fact that we're performing in the second half, like can't we just like pull ahead in the first and like maybe chill, not chill, or at least, you know, how do they put it? Like sandbag, you know, go 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 hard in the first rather than leave it for yeah. the last. I think there are theories that like, they're preserving energy, like tiring the other team out in the first half and then going for the kill in the second, except it hasn't exactly been successful like three out of five times. And yet, and yet, despite our poor quote-unquote performance and just like lackluster not wanting to watch it because it's like, what the fuck is going on? The fact that we're fourth? Holy shit! That just makes me think like, I mean, it's working? Question mark, question mark, question mark? If the system is working, great. All we want to do is end up in fourth, fantastic. Then, okay, the uh, the strategy of tiring people out and going in for the kill in the end and just doing the bare minimum to make wins, to get the points, to end up at fourth, cool. But does it make a fan happy? Not exactly. Because it's it's terrible <laughs> to watch. And you're I feel like shitting and throwing up at the same time every single game I watch. And I haven't even watched a lot because they're at weird-ass times. So... Waking up to the Leeds game and seeing the bananas match of the day recap for it, I was like, holy shit, that felt good. But also, like, I would have probably, like, just passed out from anxiety if I watched it live. Yeah, that that was really, really tense. Yeah, and, like, so if, if this is indeed, like, a strategy, tire them out first and then, like, <laughs> fight to the death in the dying Terrible. minutes. I, I wonder if, if we're able to turn it up. Like, where would we be on the table if we were yes. able to turn, turn it up from minute one, right? So, if, like, if the possibility is there, why don't we go for it? I don't know. Is this, like, is this actually a thing? Is the tire them out in the first half a thing, like, actually a thing? Or is this something that, like, fans don't are, like, kind of clinging on to to believe? I, I don't I, know. I think it's, I think it could be a legitimate strategy. I mean, they talk about, like, Conte Ball and, like, our fitness is, is a huge advantage, I think the competitive nature of the Premier League, there are so many good teams at the minute. Like, we can't wander into every fixture like we're the better side and we're going to win. I mean, you you have to be smart and kind of play the numbers game and play the the small advantages that you do have. So I think if we keep it close going into halftime, even like even or one goal down, then we just use our fitness to claw it back in the second half. I like... 
it's a very stressful thing to watch, but I think it, it does have the, the potential to pan out. Yeah, like as I said, there's so many good teams. Like Newcastle is obviously kind of skyrocketing in the minute. Yeah. So there's like, and there's no easy teams. Like Brentford is surprising teams and beating Liverpool. And I didn't they beat Man City or something the other day. There's like, there's upsets all over the table. And then we always have our normal luck of like terrible referees. Like when is it Callum Wilson just took out Hugo Lloris, checks him in the, in the chest and knocks him over and then finishes the, the goal. So it's like, that should have clearly not been allowed. But so I think there's, to me, there's just enough sort of niggling things that we're very close to just having a really good run of games, but it just didn't pan out. That's depressing. I mean, I'm glad to hear that Toby, Toby seems to sound okay. The fact that he got kicked out of the EFL Cup as a, you know, as a blessing, as a silver lining, because I mean, sure, it was Nottingham Forest. They are, you know, bottom of the fucking table, but neither here nor there because we don't have the depth. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll take my, you know, bitter pill and swallow that. But I also just want to look at like the super duper, I don't know, maybe I am scraping and grasping at straws here, but our people look really good. I mean, considering we're coming into the World Cup and, you know, there's all this like Twitter talk about how Cathy Romero is faking an injury just so he can, you know, rest before the World <laughs> Cup. Whereas we have the likes of Bentancur is insane. Just watching the fucking Leeds game. I mean, Hoybe, um, Kane. Sonny, if he could, like these people, Ricardo's not injured, but like the fact that we have so many people going to the World Cup and yet we're still giving it like 300% all the way till the end. Yeah. I'm super proud of them. And just again, Rodri, I mean, seeing Kulu, who isn't playing, and Rodri together, just it makes my, it warms my heart so much thinking of how much they give and at the rate yes. he got them also amazing. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Like, can any of us doubt for one second how committed these guys are and how talented they are? And we're in fourth place. Like, to me, that's that's the end of the discussion because that's all we can really ask for. Annoyed by so much of the, the Spurs Twitter sphere and, like, complaining every time Sanchez or, or Royal um, puts a foot wrong, but... Completely or dire, or dire yeah, or, but just completely ignoring all the good things that they do. So I just try and kind of put them out of my mind. And I think most of the fan base recognizes we've got it really good right now. We have a really, really talented group of players. We have a really world-class manager. So, I mean, you got to, as they say, trust the process. And we are definitely getting there. Yeah, and with and about the toxic Spurs Twitter sphere, I guess with any luck, that's going to be shut down. Yeah. In the coming days, anyway, <laughs> because Twitter is collapsing. <laughs> so, Twitter is so collapsing. Goodbye. World Cup is happening, so people will have other things to complain about. I think haters just gonna hate, and I'd rather yes. focus on like the silver fucking linings of the fact that I think we have like so many freaking players going, and it's it's nice to see them all. I mean, Toby, you won't join us later for a little World Cup discussion, but. We're taking a long ass break and we're going to see each other like what Christmas in a month's time. So what are your thoughts on World Cup? I'm just looking. I mean, we're going to do a quick World Cup group here. We the you guys got me into freaking football through the World Cup four years ago. Yes. Would you believe in Singapore? That was so fun to do that with you guys. And we did some guessing. And uh, are we are we going to make our bets on on the air now? So you you pick. So we're gonna we're gonna pick the who we think will win, but we okay. get two guesses. 
Okay, okay, I like it. Who, who wants to start? I'm going to think yeah. first. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Toby. No, you no, go, no. You go, you no, go. Toby can't go first because I will copy Toby. So, cannot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm, gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to copy you. Okay, I'm going to go for, I guessed them before and I'm going to fucking guess them again because I love them so much. I'm going to guess Belgium. Duh, Jan is there. Sorry, my allegiances are strong. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I got influenced and this is like a super like shot in the dark and I'm probably going to lose this. But my former boss is Danish and he just keeps harping about the Danish team. And I was like, we're going to go all the way. And I'm like, you know what? I like a bunch of the Danish boys. Hoibs is there. Ericsson is there. I look at the team. They're kind of cute. So I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. But that would mean they would have to meet France, which is kind of crazy because they were the, you know, the last one. So I'm going to guess Belgium, Denmark. Belgium, Belgium, Belgium. Nice. Okay, nice, solid. I like that. I like that. You want to go? Yeah, I, I was thinking exactly the same thing. I think Denmark is a really, really good Cinderella story. Uh, but I don't know. Now that you've chosen, no, I you think can I choose maybe... them too. I trust you Toby. Sure? You would never copy me, so I would copy you. So. <laughs> I think you're spot on. No, I think that that's. I think yeah, they they're punching way above their weight, and I think maybe things could just fall into place. Either if it weren't. Yeah, I would. but anyway, my my kind of straight line choice, not to be too Eurocentric, but I think uh, I think France is is always mm. a very very good team. Um, so I think they'd be my kind of more predictable choice. So France and Bel and Denmark for you. Yeah. Oh, both Group D. All right, Group D energy. Acid. Your bets. So I wanna I wanna choose one that I think is like a an outside. <laughs> An unlikely, you're gonna choose South an Korea again. Choice. You're gonna do South Korea uh, again, like last time. The, oh no! no. <laughs> uh, I'd love to, but I'm, I'm oh, no. feeling like like uh, Sunny is magic, yeah. and they they achieved some amazing and unforgettable things beating Germany last time. Uh, but I'm not I'm not feeling that so much mm. this time. So my outside choice. This is interesting. We might all kind of choose the same thing. I'm kind of thinking of either um, Denmark, for, for the reasons we have discussed, or Wales. I, I, I Wales, I love Wales. Well. I, would, I, would lo- I would love, I would love this Wales. story. I would love Wales. It's their first World Cup in forever. And wow. And like, that's just so, that's so powerful. They have Gareth Bale, they have Benny Boo. Yeah. So, you know, you know what, you know what? They have guys, Michael Sheen. I agree with Denmark. I agree with Denmark, so go for it. But my outside choice will be Wales. Ah, whoa! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put it out there, and I'm gonna say England. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Football is coming home. Didn't you guess yeah. England last time Why too? Not? You did England, South Korea. I think you did England, South Me, Korea. I think last time. I think I did. Yeah. 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 I did England, South Korea. Yeah. I did Germany, Belgium last time. Um. So anyway. Fox, South Korea, and Belgium Germany. came in third. I know, Love I know, them. I know, I know. Uh, okay, well, I don't need the visa to France this year, so it's okay. They don't have to win. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thanks, Toby, for joining us and helping us with these predictions. I'm so excited to talk to you guys again. And uh, I don't know. Let's go World Cup. Excited. All right. Yeah, it should be a nice break. Yeah, let's enjoy. All right. are back and i hope you guys still have some some like champagne around or whatever it was you were drinking (laughs) earlier top it up 
because now raise your glasses, Eric Dyer is engaged. What? What? Wild. Oh my it's, gosh. It's this is this this is coming for, out from nowhere, and I think if you're a listener of the pod, first of all, thanks for listening. But second of all, you know <laughs> that only one episode ago we broke the news that Eric was dating Instagram model and a modeler, and now like. In a blink of an eye, suddenly they're announcing their engagement. <laughs> Check out the, in the episode description. We have a link to an Instagram post from Anna's Instagram, and all it says is "I said ja," which I'm guessing is yes. I said yes. Yes, which is that's a, right. like a yes, like a, an engagement announcement trope, and it's come with a picture of the two of them and her her left be ringed left hand, Aww. and both of them looking really really smiley and happy wild he's that kind of guy that you get no updates from and then like out of the blue facebook message bam hey i'm getting married come to my wedding oh my god <laughs> i'm super happy for him neither here nor there has his performance kind of gone down a little after the engagement just a little <laughs> just a little but that's okay all is forgiven because i'm so happy for you i really really am excited to see more of each other in their feeds. I know we've already discovered that Eric Dyer has a Finsta. So can he just do it on his official account now? Because like, and I mean, I requested access to the Finsta as Talking's first. Clearly, we have not been approved. <laughs> we're still waiting. Because there are only like seven followers. <laughs> we're still waiting, Dyer. But I wonder, like, has, you know, his BFF Jan met her? Like, did they meet like in FaceTime? Did they meet in real life? How did it happen? Were they even introduced? Who knows? Because like, because he did go to port. I mean, you know, he goes to Porto to visit, yeah. you know, and his his home or like former home. Like, did did Jan drop by? Did they have dinner? Were they like on a spot last, like you know, research trip? Because Jan is super duper chill and like super. At least I, I feel like I know Jan, and I and feel we do, like we do. he would be like a super yeah, the super like amiable, like charming guy. You know, it's just our parasocial relationship with him. Sorry. Um, but I imagine him really getting along with a lot mm-hmm, of people. Mm-hmm. And especially somebody who is about to be as betrothed to Eric, his little brother. Like, this is just... I'm, I want this wedding to happen. And I want Jan to be, like, posting Instagram, like, live. Or, like, of, of Dyer walking down the aisle with the dog yes. or something. It's it's going to be amazing. And then, of course, we'll be cute cute Jan kids. I hope Jan's kids get invited to the wedding as like a flower girl. Yes. Okay, sorry. I've just planned their whole wedding. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Let's, let's do this. We're, the next episode is us brainstorming <laughs> ideas for this wedding. There's just, there's so much here. There's totally so much here. And it makes me think, actually, you, you, of course, I've already started to imagine this. And part of me wonders like what, what style of like soaps wedding they're going to have. Um, for for new listeners, soaps is our term for wags. Wags is wives and girlfriends. But soaps is significant others and partners. partners. It's gender neutral. Yeah. That's the gender kind of neutral. podcast we are. Because we because we've seen okay we've seen past uh, Spurs weddings um, and and they're like there are almost like soaps expectations for what to do. Um, like uh, Emily Kaplan Davis in her bachelorette party made mm. everyone wear whale's kit and wear, yeah, wear whale's kit. Um, Kate Kane uh, had everyone wear uh, Harry Kane masks. So we're wondering, is that going to happen? Or are they going to kind of zag against that and do something else? But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm excited. I, I don't know anything about 
the couple, except for the fact that she dated the guy from Marseille who was ex-Arsenal. So oh. good call on this girl yeah. for choosing the right man. Yes. <laughs> the right team. Dyer just strikes me. Yeah, Dyer just strikes me as like a, a nice person. And like, I'm wondering, like, I know he has a life outside of like football, but will Jan and will Matt Doherty and Dembele have like, and, and Delhi have like a place in like the wedding entourage or they just guests or whatever and who in the team will get to go I'm just very excited for him will Poch go I don't know oh my know, god guys. is he gonna be the Nino will, will, will Mourinho go <laughs> right <laughs> anyway clearly we're too excited for this but again we've said it before I'll say it again on behalf of the pod congratulations to you guys and please expect more wedding updates as Eric is engaged and Dyer we love you we love and we're you. so excited. We love you. And oh my God, more to celebrate, more to say congratulations about. Yeah. Harry Kane, Mr. Our, our MBE, is now also the recipient of the freedom. Uh, what is that? Who knows? But congrats to his PR team. The, the things <laughs> they are pulling off for him is amazing. What a coup. So the BBC reports that, you know, we don't know what this is. But freedoms are believed to have been handed out since 1237 as a, and are a way for the corporation to thank individuals for their contribution to London or public life or to celebrate a very significant achievement. Traditionally, they are allowed, they allowed recipients to herd, wait, wait for it, guys, to herd livestock across London <laughs> Bridge toll-free. What? <laughs> what is this award? <laughs> So, oh my God, Harry, congrats. If you have any livestock lying around, you can herd them across the London Bridge for free. Because without this award, you would have had to pay. You would have had to pay. At all. But now, Harry, enjoy your perks. I don't know. I feel like we should start updating the perks to modern times. No, I don't know. But also, just amazing that Harry gets all these awards. I mean, clearly, he's a hero. And, you know, he's been performing so well this season. And... He does not get he does not get the adulation that he so deserves because unfortunately, amazing robot android Howland is it in the league now and like just blowing everything like skewing the bell curve towards insanity. But Harry has been you know an institution and I'm just so happy for him. And whatever this the Freedom Award is, I'll take it because this guy deserves everything. He does. He does. And he's just been, he's the gift that keeps on giving. I haven't even looked at his TikTok, but if you look at Twitter as it still stands, I mean, it's still alive. But basically, after that wonderful game, we get Harry and everybody. Of course, this is the Marseille game where we go into the, you know, they they, they move into the, the final 16 or whatever it is, top 16. They are celebrating in that locker room. And Harry Kane blessed us, blessed the timeline blessed our feeds with his dance moves and i mean i'm just happy he's happy um, yeah. because lily white underscore rose has uh documented it for all of eternity basically it's a instagram story from emerson royale and harry himself posted one from bisuma's phone and it is beautiful i don't know what song this is i don't know what dance moves these are but boy is having fun. And I'm so happy for him. He looks awkwardly amazing. This is dad moves <laughs> at its finest. 
I just love seeing him smile and yes. really have fun and really let loose. And yeah. you go, you go, Harry. I, I love seeing him so MBE like freedom awardee. Overcome with joy that like the joy is expressed yeah. through dance. I love it. <laughs> you know, like great art creates more great him. art. So check out this gif from No Context Spurs. Someone like saw Harry dancing and was moved. To create this artwork. And just, I won't describe it. Just check it out. Watch it. And it's just its just a beautiful um, interpretation. Illustrative interpretation of that moment. Um, which I've, I've watched a million times on loop. It's good, guys. Click through, promise. It's all in yeah. our episode description. Yes. And if it looks familiar, maybe, maybe it kind of is. Because if you cast your mind back <laughs> into the... The archives of your mind of Spurs content you've seen over the years, you'll remember this. Check out this next tweet from a user named Favorite Serial, who put a side by side of Sunny and Harry doing these dance moves. With some, there's some similarity in there. It's not exactly the same, but it it seems to be the the, the basic moves are the same of bending over and like kind of swinging your arms. <laughs> It's so good. It's such a good tweet because uh, they're so awkward. It's so cute. Yeah, it's so but cute. honestly, this was such a good celebration. And I, I woke up to this and like just feeling overwhelmed with joy. And I can't even imagine being the team that fought hard for it. So, you know, I mean, trigger warning slash not safe for workplace. This next <laughs> link has some people that should probably be clothed, but... I get it. They're all just so happy. So thanks, Emerson Royal, for uh, capturing this video for all of eternity. Essentially, it's the entire team happy as fuck. It really feels like the miracle of Amsterdam it all does. over again. But please take note, there is a naked Viking. Um, <laughs> naked. Hoibie <laughs> is in what I can just describe as a brief. Like, it's not like a, it's not even like a, it's like a tanga, you know, like it's a cut. The cut is high. These are some tidy blackies. It's a black underwear and socks combo. And shoes. And cleats. From the knees down, he's yeah. fully covered. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't, this whole video is just so disturbing. Um, but people seem really comfortable yeah. with him being this naked. Yeah. So... Good on them. And he's the Good one on everybody. Watch him. He's the one who's herding everyone and calling everyone to join the video. So it's so disturbing. You're so funny, oh, Hoibs. And Hoibs is good. Hoibs is good. The result of it, you'll see in this last photo that we want to talk about um, from Harry Kane's Twitter. And it's just this is just a masterpiece, isn't it? Check mm. this out. It's just a beautiful, it's really happy good. group pic of of everyone. Including on the far right, oh, sunny in his swollen face. But he's okay now. He's okay. That, that face. Yeah, he's good. He's good, but, you know, and he's wearing, like, Burberry coats again. And, you know, yeah. glasses are probably also Burberry. Who knows? Yeah. For style or for protection, I don't know, but they look good. <laughs> again, do. kudos to the uh, training staff that covered the rest of the very exposed thigh of... <laughs> I can still see it. My eyes just zoom in on him. <laughs> and yeah, good job, team. May we have more of these happy pictures because we're going to fucking crush it yes. when we're back from the World Cup Ooh, break. Yeah. 
But yeah, we'll take a quick, quick break. And when we're back, like I mentioned, we're going all in on the World Cup. See you guys then. And we are back. Welcome back to Stalking Spurs. You're still here with me, Patty, and I'm still here with my co-host, Acid. And although in the beginning, when we talked about football, um, we discussed with Kombaya Master Toby, who we were thinking would make it all the way to the end, we did not get to dive in to the immense, and guys, it's a bombardment of Instagram posts and social media updates on the World Cup. It's always just so nice to see our boys in the club serve the country and neither here nor there, Acid, but I did a bit of research. And although we are not the club with the most Premier League, with the most players going into like a World Cup team, that goes to like Man City with the money. Sure. But I think we get the talent card because we are the team who have the most World Cup captains across mm-hmm. the entire entire World Cup. I looked across all yeah. leagues. We've got three. We've got three World Cup captains. Yeah, it's it's about it's about quality, not quantity. It's quality, not quantity, baby. Of course, Captain Hugo Lloris, captain of club and country, mm-hmm. Captain Harry Kane of England, and Captain Hyungmin Sun of South Korea. So guys, fuck it. We have the most. Yeah, bitch, we're going to win this thing. I mean, you know, but I mean by win this thing, like people within our team are going to flourish in the World Cup. But anyway, yeah. I just had to brag. And they can't all win. They can't all win. <laughs> Only one country will win. And unfortunately, um, we have three chances of like our captain winning. So here we go. I mean, it's not just the, it's not just the, you know, it's not just individuals that are going. They, they also obviously are representing their countries. And so we're going to get a lot of, I better start following the, the country um, official accounts mm-hmm. because we're getting some cool group picks. Uh, actually, Alphonse Ariola, mm-hmm. half Filipino. Full, full um, completely. Both right? parents yes, are right? Filipino, yeah. but he was uh, born in Paris. Full. Oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Full Filipino, born in Paris, uh, and as part of the France team. Most of this really nice like team photo uh, in a plane in like athleisure. And Hugo... Zoom to the right uh, behind, what's his name? I can't forget. Jeru. Forget his name, but he's got a beard and he's, he, oh, fuck. This guy's so annoying, but hot. <laughs> but annoying, but hot. Um, I'm so conflicted with the France team. I want to like, it's everyone's like bangable. But, but also, also like, yeah. Oh, French, sorry. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't. But Hugo, innocent little Hugo, there in the back as a captain, not even in the middle, not even taking the glory. I love him so much. He looks so cute. Love him. And then, uh, sorry, I, I blanked out for a second there because I was looking at the France team. Good looking guys. But we also move on to the Denmark team. My my underdogs. This These guys also, I mean, I'm just so happy that it's Ericsson up front and center. Like this guy, literally, we didn't know what was going to happen to him. And he's right there. And when you zoom all the way to the back, right there in the end, fully clothed this time, we have Hoybe looking quite cute. I, I can see him. Like, I, you know how, like, when you have those eye yes. tests and it gets smaller and smaller, but you yeah. can still tell the letter? Well, that's Hoibie, and this time he is clothed. I'm so glad. Nice. Next, we're still on planes. They're like, I feel like there's a checklist of photos that all the teams have to do. And one is like a group pick in a yeah. studio, a group pick inside the plane, a group pick outside the plane. And yeah, anyway, and this one is a yeah. group pick inside the plane. And Technically, none of them play for Spurs anymore, but like Ian and Toby, always in our hearts. So let's check in on Belgium. 
always. Check out the group pic. It's a two-part photo of the boys on the plane. And it's just so nice to see Toby again. Look at him. He's posed there on the right with a great smile. And Jan, I'm trying to find him here. I think he's in one of those eye test things all the way in the back. And I think that's his face. (laughs) It's certainly, yeah, it has his Jan vibe. So, So yeah, that is Jan. And they also, they chose to travel in Athleisure. I love it. That's just a much more comfortable option. Let's be real. Yes. Yeah. So I'm convinced that the people who travel, like we see them alighting in suits, they change into that on the plane. And they have like a team of people that like steal the clothes before they put them on so that they look super fresh. I, although it's not easy to change in like a plane bathroom. Do you, th- do you think they even change in the plane bathroom or just in front of each other since they're always naked in a freaking... Yeah, they're all... Yeah, they probably yeah. just... They've booked out the whole plane so they're all changing in front of each other. Kind of weird, but also okay. <laughs> like, do you, you can't have girls on the staff. I mean, you can, but like just a weird dynamic. Anyway, yeah, neither here nor there. Weird. And next, the team that has chosen to change on the flight as they're landing... <laughs> is Team Croatia. Check out this next photo of them all posed outside the plane. Everyone's suited up. Um, This one, yeah, I get it. It's a group pick, but is it a group pick if you can't appreciate the individual people? It's kind of hard to tell who's who. I don't even know where Tito Ivan is here, but he's there somewhere. Too small, too small. Good luck. This is the interesting one. So we have, this is the studio pick, like complete with marble background for England. The England team... I uh, did not. I don't know if they have a plane shot yet, but they do have the uh, gray, ba- the bra- the beigeish background, and sponsored by Marks and Spencer. It's like a, I mean, it's an interesting look because it's like casual top, but like you know, kind of sports jacket, kinda, but not really, yeah. and then all leather shoes. So it feels very high school, like uh, it does, like a high school barcada photo because it's very like casual. Um, and then, of course, in the center is Daddy, Daddy Southgate. My God, I love this man. He's so <laughs> handsome. Um, just a shout out that, you know, Harry Kane is right next to Papa Southgate. And then Eric is of on, like, course. the top left. Uh, ignore everyone else. Don't give a fuck. Just kidding. And then Wales, also sponsored by Marks and Spencers. I mean, I get it. UK, UK brand did partnerships with everybody. Just interesting they didn't lock it out. This one actually, better outfits in my personal opinion. Insane. Still a Bercada shot. Still a Bercada shot. This one feels like an Ateneo LaSalle thing because this one they have like dark green like um, denim yeah. jackets, which I approve. Gareth Bale, front and center. Benny Boo is front row, looking super cute. He's like that like slightly like nerdier, but like hot, like section B boy. Yeah. I love it. I'm really just, I love these Bercada photos so much. I love it. Studio pic. Yeah, and like... Yeah. Because they're they're shot in a similar way and they have the same sponsor, you can't yeah. help but compare. Yeah, and I'm I'm in the same camp. I think the I think the the whales one, like they're the better. outfits are better yeah. a little bit more. Twenty twenty two. Exactly. Um, but also the way they're posed also feels a bit more organic and like there's an energy there that just feels like better and fresher somehow. It's the white sneakers. I think. I think the black socks, leather shoes, like. Really? Guys, this is like, yeah. you're not in a suit. It felt strange. I feel like if they did that with like white sneakers, I would have liked it more. Also, yeah. the, the manager of Wales, Pueds, in a Mr. Oh. Clean kind of way. Like, he is not like, he is not a distinguished gentleman, Papa Southgate. This one feels like, 
you get in a brawl and like he'll fight for you. But <laughs> also, I, I like I like the manager outfit. Very yes, nice. they blazers a bit more elevated from yeah. the team. I like it. I like it. Ben- Benny Boo looks so good in that with like the yes. arms across the chest. Yes. His pose in the second one, I'm like, he practiced so, this. He At practiced home it. with Emily, they're like, and Emily was like, yes. here's what you do. This he is looks so this good. is how you project. This is how you put your arms because this makes you look like a superstar. They look so good. Good job, Wales. I think Wales has the best one thus far of like the group picks. But anyway, totally, we have two totally. more, so who knows? Yeah. Oh man, I think that we've kind of peaked there. The next one is, <laughs> is a very, very school photo. Very. If the others were Burkada pics, these are the official school photos. Check out the school official school photo from the Brazilian national team. This looks very like arranged and posed. We're seeing right angles. We're seeing people with perfectly straight spines, which which I appreciate. I mean, like you know, step up to the occasion, right? Um, and I think they've they've chosen a look we haven't seen yet. They're in their kit. Yeah. So we've seen athleisure, we've seen suits, we've seen casual sponsored by M&S. But here they're in their kit. They're ready to, they're so ready. They're ready to play. The picture was taken on a pitch. They're ready to go. And if you, if you super zoom in, you see, you see Richarlison in the first row when he's looking ready with his game face on. We're checking in on Team Uruguay. So they've chosen suits with white sneakers. Yes. So all, someone's listening to our feedback. Someone's listening. If you're wearing sharp clothes, then like bring in a bit of cash energy with the white sneakers. So that's what they're they're rocking right now, and they're posed by a pool, <laughs> kind of springing a new location on us. Where's the airplane? It's not here. Where's the airplane? The but also they need to steam their formal wear. They, <laughs> they didn't do, steam they it. Do. Rodney they don't even have the excuse of stepping off the plane. <laughs> you guys could have had this press. But yes, let us draw your attention to Rodri giving attitude. Everyone else is smiling, but he's not. He looks like, cute. I, I like out. it. Angas. Yeah, nice. Very angas boy. Angas. Okay. I, I just I just want to make sure that we, we call it out, but I found the France official photo, since we're going through official photos anyway. They have a really like it's a United Colors of Benetton look for theirs. I wanna Ooh. I'll send you the link, Asin, because it's like it's blue. The the kid the guys, some of them are in blue, some of them are in white, but their socks are red and they're in their kits. And, and Hugo is smack in the middle in yellow. Fuck. It looks kinda cute, actually. I have to say. And very like, we're models, but we're having fun. <laughs> like that's what it feels oh, like. Oh nice. Um so, is this so on good their job Instagram? to them. Yeah, it's on their Instagram. It's like the second photo on their Instagram. Um very nice, actually. So good job to that official photo because oh yeah. All right. Well, there we go. We just missed the France one and uh we're good. Guys. Oh man, I didn't right. see this. It, it's nice, right? It's nice. <laughs> we got good so job. Excited. Battle of the official picks. There is uh, another battle brewing every week. And this episode, we can't forget what we're all here for. It's BB of the week. We're back. We're back. Our first entry is the debunking of what we thought about Archie and Alvin's provenance. So Emily Kaplan Design probably got so much feedback from all our listeners asking if she owned a set of dogs. And she is here to clear the air because this post from Emily Kaplan Design says, Archie patiently waiting for his sister's arrival in her new nursery. You'd still think it was hers, but then 
she clarifies it with the next phrase, love a good client picture. Thank you, Emily, for solving the stalking spurs mystery for us. Clearly, you're listening to the pod and have now addressed the issue. For a hot second there, I have to say, I thought you were pregnant, but I'm glad you put the clarifying phrase of a good client picture. Maybe this client will end up in baby of the week adjacent to Ben Davis. We don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. But yeah, congrats to your client. Uh, all right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Confirmed baby of the week. So confirmed. He is two years confirmed. Check out Salvi Sanchez. So cute. Oh. Does he have I a neck? Know. No, so neck. he turned two. And these are photos from his second birthday photo shoot. That all, you know, all kids have a professional photo shoot when they turn two years old. Why and not? Check him out working the camera in all of these photos with his mom and dad. You know what? We we, we call him No Neck Salvi. I'm seeing a hint. <gasps> I'm seeing a hint of neck now. Oh, no. I think he's finally, he's finally growing up. At two years old, we found your neck. At two years old. The neck hunt we is over. We're a little late to the party. It is, we did celebrate Halloween at some point in time. And obviously, people will, you know, post their kids in their costumes. Or not. Or not. Because if you are soap, Mrs. Kane, um, we all know she loves covering up her kids' faces, even if we've seen them multiple times through other official photos and videos. But here we are. Uh, it is truly a Halloween spectacular because nothing is creepier than pictures of kids with their faces blocked out. And yes, 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 Kate Kane in a pumpkin patch with an honestly pretty good pumpkin pyramid. But do we see her kids' faces? No, we don't because they are covered up. Uh, oh, well, Papel, here we are. Happy Halloween, I guess. Not what else. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Still continuing the Halloween theme. We're checking in on Charlie Morgan. Ah, oh, this is such a cute family costume. Ah, I can't get over it. So cute. Check this out from Alex Morgan's Instagram. She posted a bunch of photos and a video of all of them dressed up as, oh my God, the name of the movie now escapes me, Madagascar. There <laughs> it is. This is so cute. I love, family costumes are really sweet. And I don't know who the family member is who's <laughs> dressed as a hippo, but they're really completing this vibe. So we have Mama Alex uh, in the giraffe outfit. Little Charlie is dressed up as a lion. Papa is in a zebra outfit. And they got a friend or a cousin or hired someone to be in the hippo. And it's just so cute. Check out the last one. It's a video of them just jumping around. I love it. What a cute moment. Love Charlie Morgan. Thank you, Alex, for your service. But honestly, the queen of BB of the Week and forever is none other than the Lloris family. Lloris Marine underscore official is our favorite soap for a reason because she does not come with just one entry. She does not come with two entries. She comes with three entries to BB of the Week and we love her for it. So her Halloween entry to our BB of the Week is that, honestly, kids in a pumpkin patch, very Kate Kane style of having them turn their back walking through a nice field. And then she shows us like a Christmas tree with like pumpkin photos on it and pumpkin like pumpkin uh, ornaments hanging on a Christmas tree. So like, I'm a bit confused, but I love it. The thing of why I allow and forgive Maureen for posting back, you know, back of the head photos of her kids is she gives us quantity and quality and it's all for a reason. Yes. Her caption yes. here is Le Otome. 
hashtag holidays, hashtag October, hashtag my babies, hashtag cozy vibes, hashtag pumpkin patch. Yes, Juju. Yes, Leandro. Bring on the autumn. Bring on the hashtags forever cozy in my heart. Oh, I, I love her. What a... She wins the golden boot of <laughs> baby of the week. I the think. golden bottle. Just so many. The golden bottle. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. This is the inaugural. Actually, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So she yeah. has two more posts that we're going to consider. <laughs> but spoiler alert, she obviously wins it. Check out. Oh, man. This is really sweet. So we know her as the queen of hashtags, mm. right? But then, you know, this you know, genius always keeps yeah. you guessing, yeah. right? Yeah. Because check this out. This next one. Photo. No hashtags, zero hashtags. What? It's just a, it's a selfie of Leandro and uh, Juliana. Juliana that's Rose. right, Juliana. Juliana, um, by the Thames. Just you know, it's just a day out, going for a walk. Hey, let's take a photo, and posts it with the, emoji. with two emojis, a heart and the like the what is shooting that? star. Like shooting star. Yeah, kind of. yeah, yeah. But I think the winning baby of the week photo of the entry, the third entry, quality and quantity of Marine Lloris is a black and white photo of Hugo with his three babies in his arms, Leandro on his right arm, Anna Rose standing, not being carried, obviously, um, hugging her, his, his little keeper, and in the middle, little Juju looking so adorable. It is like the cutest of all group hugs. And I translated it to English because I cannot bother to be read in French. I can't read French. I have a bad accent. So the translation for caption is, good luck, super dad, for this fourth World Cup. Trophy emoji, France flag emoji, hashtag proud, hashtag achievement, hashtag France, hashtag let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> Congratulations, Marine Doris, owner of my heart winner forever we love you so much you guys are the golden bottle winner of bb of the week so good so good if soap if there's a world cup for soaps you would be the winner she owns my heart anyway thank you guys for joining us once again this week it's a longer episode so we appreciate you hanging in there if you aren't following us on our socials, at Stocking Spurs on Instagram. And I would tell you to follow us on Twitter. But like I said in my other pod, we don't know if there will be a Twitter by the time you hear this. But we're also there at Stocking Spurs. Thanks. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Give us the feedback. Give us some soaps uh, gossip there. And if you're watching the World Cup, amazing. Tell us more. We'd love to hear from you. Acid, thank you. Thank you, Kumbaya Master Toby. Thank you, Patty. And we'll see you guys Maybe an emergency pod during the World Cup. We don't know, but we'll definitely see you in December. And we can't wait. All right. Come, Come on, on Spurs. Spurs.